Eyes up, Guardians. We are live for episode 120 of the Conqueror's Corner podcast. Today is the 6th of July, and I am the Destiny Bad Boy, not Ryan Fox. And I have returned with one half of my fire team, who all of you CCBs know by now, Chad Ocero. Uh We are missing a Mr. Jared, um, but uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later in the podcast. But uh, excited to finish off a lore book and, and to get into it. And make sure if you're watching us on YouTube, don't forget that you can take us on the road via Spotify, iTunes, and other podcast services. Make sure you subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, click the bell, turn on notifications, yada, yada, yada. Follow us on Twitter at DestinyCCPod. Send us Bungie's friend requests so we can play together. The friend request and the clan list is looking a little empty these days, uh, the two or three times a week that I'm kind of logging in. Uh, the links for those will be in our description. Uh, we got a mid-season weapon tuning update we got a twid but before we get into that let's listen to the intro music from everybody's favorite link who you can find on twitter at link of time g Conquer's Corner, a Destiny podcast. Very cool, Link. Thank you. Chad, you want to get into this uh, weapons tuning update with us? All right. Yeah, I definitely, uh, yesterday Yesterday morning, I was just kind of trolling the interwebs, and and uh, a little while later, all of a sudden, a, a I saw a weapons tuning update. I was like, oh. Oh sheesh! Okay, I forgot about this, um, but uh, they put a, they they put a little bit here. They they note that they're going to do more more next season as well. But uh, we'll get right into this one here. So for the weapon archetypes, um, they're starting off with pulse rifles. Uh, they they feel like they're in, in a good place, but uh, with the low aim assist, like the high impact subfamily is is too forgiving on misses. Uh, so they're reducing the aim assist cone. And so they're no here is reduced auto aim angle at zero aim assist stat by about 10%. So they're dropping that cone by 10%. So it's going to be, you got to be a little bit more precise on, uh, on that particular subfamily of pulses. Uh, moving on to bows, the lightweight bows that pretty much everybody's mostly forgotten about. Um, people are liking the higher impact ones or, or the, I think there's another, another frame that, that uh, people have been using a lot more. Um, but they, they feel like, uh, let's see here, the feedback around them is centered on how much worse they feel than the precision archetype. Um, so what they're doing is they're increasing the fixed damage fall off start distance from 15 to 25 meters. So damage doesn't start scaling down until you hit that 25 meter mark. And then the, the fixed fall off stops from 20 to 45 meters. So the range is now, um, 25 to 45 meters is that damage starts to drop range uh, instead of 15 to 20. So it's a really good amount of range where the damage drops off and it doesn't drop off off a cliff really fast like it used to. So that's that's going to be a good change. I think it's going to make them, it's going to put them more on the radar for people. And then they also increase the final accuracy by about 10% on, on just those lightweights. Um, so I'll have to see which bows have that. If I, I'm pretty sure I have some in the vault, but uh, I'll have to see which ones which ones yeah. are, are really getting hit by that. Cause I'm excited to try it out and see if there's another bow type that I like. 
the first time I, I read through this, I'm like, what are they talking about there? The least effective weapon. And then I was like, oh, lightweight bows. I was thinking of like Monarch, <laughs> you know, like the, oh, the yeah. bow swap. Yeah. And I was like, do these people even play their own game? But anyways, uh, once I reread it and quit being an idiot and saw what they were going for, it uh, made much more sense. Uh, after that, they talk about submachine guns, uh, specifically that with the new dynamic reticle, which does display information. I did kind of like it, uh, but they said it was far too cluttered, made the difficult, made the weapon difficult to use in combat. I didn't really notice that, but I'm not playing at a competitive level in PvP, so I'm not really the target demo here with this, in my opinion. Uh, so they did another pass over the reticle, reducing the thickness, making it more uh, like the the opacity, so you can see through it looking better. Um, so basically. Uh, the Shira's Wrath, the ADS dynamic reticle was improved. Shotguns, lightweight shotguns, they are falling behind precision and aggressive. Uh, I think uh, lightweight, I was never much fan. I was always more of a precision or aggressive guy myself as opposed to the lightweight. Um, so they have, in order to make them uh, closer to the other ones in PvP, they did reduce the spread angle of the outer horizontal pellets. So basically, it's going to give you a tighter, tighter shot um, whenever you like a tighter shot package, more or less. Yeah, less on that outer ring means less missing when you're when you're on a target there. Uh, so and that's good too, because uh, yeah, like like you, the precision or the aggressive are the only two I was ever really using, and slugs mostly for for PVE, and then the aggressive for PVP if I ever did it, if I ever put my fusion rifles down, which happened occasionally if I had to. Um, but that's it for the legendary stuff. They switched. They moved on to the exotic weapons that they're tuning. And I know one of these Jared's definitely excited about. I'm sure. I'm sure I'll hear about it next week or this weekend when he gets on. Um, but the first one they talk about is Graviton Lance. And they they're, they like that it's coming back. Um, they like that it's with all the, the, the new verbs and stuff that's coming out. Um, it's starting to have people are starting to have more fun with it. Uh, but they feel that the the cosmology explosions feel way too close to Cloud Strike for comfort uh, in PvP specifically, and it, it can be pretty oppressive when it goes off. It's not like a uh, I guess I could see how it could be like a Cloud Strike. I haven't been hit in in a group with it with the Graviton Lance explosions like I have with Cloud Strike. Um, but uh, I see what they're where they're going with it here, and I I do approve of these changes as well. Um, so first thing that they did is in, they increased the damage in PVE by 67% to bring it more in line with revision zeros, two burst, two burst mode. So it can feel more like that. They removed the extra aim assist provided by the catalyst and they reduced the damage dealt by cosmology explosion by 40% against players. The damage in PVE is no different. So they increased that damage, the regular PVE damage by 67%, giving it a huge boost in PVE and not hitting it, the cosmology explosions in PVE, except only in PVP. So that those are changes that I can I can I can get jiggy with for sure. Next they talk about no time to explain. Uh this gun kinda at times becomes the bane of my existence whenever I try to get into the crucible. Like I get so frustrated uh getting killed by it because I feel like it is uh it's way too good for how good you have to be to use it. At least if I get like three tapped with a hand cannon, I know they hit. I know that that person did a good job and they deserve it. But a lot of times I didn't feel like I would deserve to be killed. Uh, this is basically the TTK was uh, too too good, in my opinion. So they um, 
They said that no time has been somewhat surpassed in effectiveness by the returning champion Graviton Lance. But given we are bringing Graviton Lance down a bit, we wanted to make sure no time couldn't immediately reclaim the pulse rifle thrown too easily. So they reduced the range stat by 10. So hopefully that helps because that would be the part that would be frustrating. Like that gun was, it was too good at too wide of a range of distance. So it was good up close. It was good at medium ranges and it was really good at long ranges too. I think that's what made it most frustrating. Yeah. Bringing that down in line is, is definitely necessary. I've, I've had plenty of games where I'm sitting there like this guy keeps getting me and it, it doesn't, it, it doesn't feel good. Um, but fighting lion users rejoice. I know there's a whole subreddit out there that's going to be happy about this one, but uh, they fixed a bug with the perk application that was preventing it from granting the benefit of its catalyst. So they fixed that issue with the chimera perk. Uh, not applying its buffs to kinetic and power slot weapons. So now it is going to apply to those and it's going to, it should quote unquote work correctly. Um, now they're making changes to perks. They're doing some stuff for gutshot straight. They initially made slick draw and gutshot. They wanted to make sure they weren't giving out substantial positive effects that uh, had almost a constant uptime for free. Uh, they leaned a little too hard on the penalties that made them feel more like a punishment than than something that's worthwhile. So people weren't really using it. So what they did is they reduced the auto aim penalty by 37.5%. So it's not as much as of a drop off on that auto aim. Uh, so people can feel more inclined to use it. I know Gutshot was one of those ones where I ignored it completely. So if I do have any guns that have it, I'm going to try them out and see if it does make a difference for me personally. Um but uh, it is good to see that they're they're trying to bring some of the perks that aren't aren't improving or aren't being used at all up a little bit just just so people you know try them out and play with them in the crucible and stuff like that. Uh, and then slick draw they reduced the auto aim penalty by thirty three percent. So those are the two changes they made to those in particular. So maybe people will start using them. We'll find out later. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. It, I think the the problem that they've kind of backed themselves into is that. And they've discussed for years kind of how they're trying to get away from it. But basically you want a reload perk that makes you reload faster or a perk that makes you that auto reloads or you don't have to reload as often. And then you want a damage perk. And that's pretty well. And the easier it is to proc that damage perk, the better, like the more, the more it's going to be used. And it's really hard for me to break away from that mindset. Um, as somebody that doesn't play much crucible, I don't know if I've played a single crucible match this season, uh, to be completely a hundred percent honest, I don't care about, you know, I, in PVE, it's easy enough to shoot stuff in the head. You're shooting like a computer, like an AI, um, unless it just has like a small crit box or inconsistent crit spot. Like I'm thinking of like the garden of salvation, like the sanctified mind or something like that there, you know, those are really, and those we can kind of fix with divinity if it's too big of a deal. So I'm looking for reload and damage. I'm not looking for increase my aim assist or auto aim, like those type of things. I'm not looking for those. So <clears throat> speaking of that target lock, uh, damage perk, they say it's had its time in the sun, but it's time to go. So not only is it good for PVE, um, I think of the Void Machine Gun that came the final season of last year. Yeah, Sheesh. sorry. 
you know what I'm talking Maybe about. It's not commemorate. It's not the commemoration. It's the. Anyways, um, that gun you could get target lock on, and it was like a DPS monster there for a bit. Uh, but it's also retrofit uh, monster. Yeah, retrofit escapade. It's also uh, super good for PvP. So they have uh, reduced the maximum damage it can grant in PvP. They still leave it unchanged in PvE, but it got. It seems like it got. It's not quite as good as it was previously. So the uh, versus players, they reduced it from 40 to 25%. Um, they say, in Season 22, the future, we have a substantial shakeup coming to the weapon sandbox in form of Zoom. Uh, we'll have more details to share closer to the release. But uh, at a high level, the initial changes are going to enforce something they're calling range compression. Uh, range compression has two main goals. Reduce the variance between the optimal engagement ranges of our mid-range weapons, auto rifles, pulse rifles, and hand cannons, and slightly reduce the average engagement range in Crucible by pulling the maximum damage fall-off distances of many weapon types. Um, it's going to be interesting uh, because I'm not sure, you know, like one point on the zoom stat used to make, would take a like a submachine gun from good to top, like top of class and so decoupling those things it's going to be going to be interesting uh, i think it could be i'm afraid it's too little too late uh but i hope it puts it in a good spot going forward yeah it's definitely a change that needed to be done in in pvp specifically um the 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 sheer oppression that was done that weekend that uh that that strand smg came out with it it was immortal. It was unreal watching how many immortal kills happened because we went in there, obviously, because we wanted to get it. I know they both of them got it. And I I sat with myself and I said, do I really want to do this to myself? No, I'm good. So I didn't. Um, but uh, but it, it's it was like if both or all three players on the other team by the end of the weekend had it and we're just murdering you. And I'm like, you already have the gun. Go away. Let someone else get it, man. Um, but uh, it's it's good to see that they're doing that. And again, PvP only change. So PvE stuff. Retrofit isn't hit in PvE. So it's still going to be something that shreds through stuff with a div bubble. And it's going to be it's it's going to be good. So moving from there, they talked a little bit about the future. They, they said uh, in Season 22, uh, they're going to be a substantial shakeup coming to Weapon Sandbox in the form of Zoom. Um, so they'll have more details to share close to the release. Uh, they also tell us that glaives are getting a, a big change in 23. Uh, and then they also have a chart that shows zoom stats changes and stuff like that. And I'm not going to talk about it here. You, you, if you want to look at a chart, you can look at it. It's definitely very interesting to look at, but it's literally just names and numbers. Um, and that is that does not make for a fun talk for us to talk about just literally just a chart of numbers. Um, Unless we're talking about the FA, the FAFO chart, you know, if you're a seven, <laughs> if you're a seven here, it comes. <laughs> but uh, or the, oh, uh, man, yeah. the hot crazy chart. That's another another good chart. <laughs> but uh, and with that, we're we're moving into the into the twid here. One of my newest, most favoritest words ever acronyms um first of all they they want to talk about bungee week it's starting up 
technically already started up on Tuesday. This is Bungie week because Bungie Day is tomorrow, so it starts up. But uh, they got in celebration. They have double all rep, so Vanguard Gambit Crucible. I've been grinding out some Gambit so I can stop playing it. I just finished the seal literally 40 minutes ago, so I got that done. And now I'm like, do I really want that ornament? I'll decide that later. Um, Hold but on. I'm you, got the the for, you got the seal for what now? Gambit. Oh, like the okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the the gilding done on Gambit. Gotcha. So I don't have to play it. Anymore. I haven't played. Um, I haven't played a single match yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm proud that. of you, man. I'm proud of you. Give that up. I'm give holding out, up. man. I haven't. Hold I haven't regilded or not gilded it. The minute I give up a gilding in a season, it's over for the rest of time. But uh, <laughs> I'm I'm sticking to it, and I'm keeping it. I got all the yeah. numbers on my on my dredgen. Um, but. Uh, Moving on to Vanguard after that, after this podcast, I'm going to start doing strikes. And then once I hit a five stack, I'm going to move on to just hitting the GM or not the GM, but just the nightfall over and over again for, for a long time. Um, there's also fun. double rewards too. So it's just a bunch of drops, but I'm just going to sit here, watch some YouTube or, or some Netflix or whatever and, and chill with myself. What have you been watching? What have you been watching on that? Um, I just, I just finished Comey Can't Communicate. Excellent show. I very have- funny. It's 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 an it's uh it's it's one of those Japanese cartoons, um, uh, but it's very good. It's a heartwarming, like high school story, but uh, it, it was it was funny, very funny, very cute. Um, but uh, I, uh Bungie week. I watched. Yeah, yeah, I watched uh the bear, on the bear. Uh, FX Hulu. Okay, uh, Hulu FX. It's got it's like a restaurant, restaurant show, um, like a drama. It's got uh, the dude that played Lip. From uh, Shameless, if you ever watch that, he's the main character. Super good, highly recommend. I was telling Tiffany, I was like, "You need to watch this show. It's very good. It's going to end up like being really popular, probably next season or the season after. Uh, mm, I think it's okay. going to end up being a really big show. So there, okay. I watched. Um, I think there's eight episodes in season one, and maybe ten episodes in season two. And I watched them all in probably three sittings or before sittings. I think. Uh, but I was also playing Final Fantasy on like Final Fantasy one on the other monitor. Oh, yeah. So I kind of had a duel, but very good. Highly recommend. Uh, sorry, this is a, uh, a destiny podcast, but if you're looking yeah, for something okay. while you're grinding, while you're getting this double fish XP and all that. Uh, and then we got our, uh, our fish derby coming up as well uh which how does that is it the winner is just going to be the person that gets lucky and doesn't get public events is that how that's gonna I, work i don't know man i i looked into it and i'm done fishing because i caught that exotic for us and i'm <laughs> i'm not doing it anymore um i have one seasonal challenge that's like you need one more heavy fish to 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 get the seasonal challenge and i'm like i i don't know if i care enough to get that done <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I I didn't really pay attention to the fishing derby. I'm so fished yeah. out after these three weeks of having to catch those exotics. Yeah, but uh, last you know, week about f- killed me. Oh, it was bad. Last week was the one that got me. The first week it yeah. wasn't bad, but the last week got me bad. Um, yeah. now they they talk about the the cutscene. They're putting that up on YouTube. You're gonna be able to access it in game after this year, no matter what. So you'll be able to watch it. Um, very important. Then they bring up, obviously 
what we just talked about, so we can skip that. But uh, now they're talking about Banana. Iron Banana is coming back next week with Zone Control. So if you want to play some Iron Banner, it's back again. Um, I'm not sure. I think that's, that's the second one, right? So we still got one more after that. Um, there's three per season, the case, so yeah. I'm pretty confident that's the case as well. Um, but uh, yeah, so the yeah, second one's coming in. It's coming in next week, coming in hot right after a, a you know XP for everybody week and then they also revealed the exotic fish pins which actually got me kind of tempted because the exotic fish are super dope they look really cool so that pin set looks really nice and it has there's one that's the hook so i'm like okay that you know that that might be interesting um and then they also reveal that the wither horde ornament voting is happening tomorrow starting tomorrow so get ready to look through your emails and stuff they give you kind of a teaser of the three different ones uh, it looks like one of them was based on this season with the uh, the deep. It's got that that whole glowing uh, glowing plants and stuff like that. And then the other two, I can't really place very much. So I'm excited to see what the their whole look is. Um, second one might or the third one might be Dreaming City related, but I can't really tell based on on myself. So I'm excited to see what they all all three of them look like whole. Because um, as of right now, from just what I could see, I don't know which one's the coolest yet. I mean, the glowing plants is pretty dope, but we'll see once we get the whole picture. I think I'm missing but, uh, one or two uh, glowy plants. I'm going to have to have you show me where they are. Well, we, I think they're in the final section, I think. Oh, yeah. We'll have to do a regular deep dive and then the exotic quest. Yeah. Because it, uh, it happens after you turn yeah, yeah. into the quest. So, yeah, yeah that's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Because you don't even you have to do beat stuff the, for the catalyst, too, right? Yeah. So I we'll, that I'm not we'll sure. There. I haven't looked into that, but we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll talk about it once we talk about it. Um, yeah, but that's yeah, it yeah. for the twid. They go into you know movies of the week. If you want to watch that, there's some there's there is some cool art artwork that was the drawn up and put on there. So that was pretty neat. If you want to look at that, but uh, that's it for the twid. Moving into yeah. three likes, likes and dislikes. And by three likes and dislikes, we mean two likes and dislikes. Oh, I forget. Uh, I forget where we're Thoughts and prayers for Jared. Um, my like has been um, I enjoyed the difficulty of the Grandmaster last week. Uh, mm-hmm. I had fun. I wish that schedules would have aligned a little better for everybody, myself included. Um, I had like 4th of July fireworks stuff coming and Jared had vacation, which kind of cut some weekend timeout and it's it's just uh but looking forward to just uh get back in there should be should be a good time yeah i was i was talking to my coworker about it and he's he said dude it's just as hard as you said it was going to be um but they they didn't have one night to do it they had the whole week so they they had a good amount of time to really dig into it and so they beat it twice they they got some they got some good runs in and they were asking me what we were trying and and they're like, oh, that's better than what we did. We were just, by the end of it, they're just running around like chickens with the heads cut off, just trying to survive and 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 getting it because they they crossed the the timer where it takes your lives away. So they're like, oh, oh no. <laughs> yeah, what in the dude. world were they doing? I don't know, man. But it's it was like, it's it's a rough one, dude. So yeah, yeah no, you, you go in there, get ready to to be sweaty. Like, like get that deodorant, just rub it all over your entire body. It's going to be, 
yeah, yeah. it's going to be bad and I'm, I'm here for it as much as I like complain that it's going to be rough. It's, it's always, it always feels really good beating something really tough, especially when you're playing with the boys and finally getting it done. And you're like, yes. And it, it feels great. But, uh, my like for this week is, uh, the IRL hangout with, uh, Mr. Mr. Jared and, uh, Mrs. Jared. Um, it was a really good time. We, we went to a, a schmancy, fancy schmancy Mexican food place, uh, hung out. We also hang out, hung out with, uh, Raider Fred from our, uh, our D one crew for the last two raids, our day one, last two raids. Um, so it was, it was the four of us hanging out, having, having some tacos, chips, nachos, and just, just having a good, good old time. It was a couple hours and, uh, it was, it was cool. It was cool. He's, he's, uh, the camera definitely doesn't do him justice. He's a little bit bigger than I expected. And uh, he was just telling me that Ryan is a little bit bigger than I should expect as well. And I'm like, oh, no. I don't know if I'm ready for that, man. Two, two, I, uh, two big country boys. I, I I don't know, man. I uh, I really enjoyed the picture. Uh, so Mrs. Jared <laughs> sent me uh, like a picture. And uh, I was like, I saw, obviously, I saw Jared. I saw Chad. And there was somebody standing in the back. And I was like, hey, is that Fred? And she's like, yeah, it's Fred. And I was like, ask him, ask uh, Chad and Fred if they get their hair cut at the same place. <laughs> and it turns out that they do because they have almost the exact same haircut in that picture, which I, uh, hey, I really enjoy. A little, little different. A little different. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, no. I, I, yeah, I turned, I turned Fred onto my barber when he moved from like, from like North San Diego into San Diego. Um, Cause he's like, I'm not driving an hour to go to a, a, my barber up there. So he's like, I got to switch. Oh. So he, and this was maybe three, three, four years ago. And so I was like, yeah, yeah, no, my barber's right, hour. Here, right. Yeah. He used to drive an hour to work every day, like into work and then another Jeez. hour back out. And with traffic, it ended up being like two. So they would like just eat at a restaurant and then skip the traffic. They're like, okay, right. we're done with work. We're just going to go eat and, and wait the traffic out. Um, but yeah, no. So yeah, we, we've been getting the same, like he's been going to my barber for a while now. Yeah. <laughs> so what exactly, whenever you sit in the chair, what exactly do you, they say, what you, what would you like? Like, what do you call that? Um, I think initially since I've been going, I've been seeing this guy for seven years. So he's like anything different. Nope. Um, but it's, for me, it's, it's a, it's a high fade, um, a one. So one being the, the, the highest it gets. Um, so skin fade and it's, it's called a, a pompadour, which is like a, a more subdued version that. of like, yeah, yeah. I was going to say the grease haircut, like the grease lightning haircut. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's it. But, yeah. uh, the, my dislike for the week moving on from fab- fabulous hair, which you can't see cause it's in a pony, um, <laughs> is so far no IRL hangout with Mr. Not Ryan Fox yet. Uh, we were talking about it with, uh, with Jared and Mrs. Jared and, and she's like, well, I want to go to Vegas. So, you know, we could, we could make it a Vegas trip and, uh, and, uh, I can go do something and you guys can, can do whatever and, you know, it'd be a fun time. And I'm like, yeah, you know, you can't go to a city where Jared, where Ryan wants to bring his kids. Cause he, he'll have to drive if it's, if it's, nah. have to drive. <laughs> cause he doesn't want to make people suffer on a plane. And, and he's like, I'm not driving out to California. So, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, I get it. I get it. I don't yeah. even think, we, I don't we, even think that they would let me in California. That would maybe be well, an issue. Uh, well, if you drive through Arizona, they're just going to assume you're one of them. And that'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Vegas, 
I'm I'm always down for Vegas. The issue is going to be there's no way I'm getting to Vegas without my wife. Like not like because like I'll be partying, but because she wants to go have fun too. So there's just going to have to uh, we're going to have to get uh, just uh, you're going to have to bring like two dates, Chad. Oh, uh, I'll bring Fred. And uh, <laughs> that'll work. That'll work. Should be uh, should be a good time. Uh, my dislike is uh, pretty much uh, fishing. Uh, <laughs> I spent hours catching these exotic fish. And then get to the point to where um, comes up, and now only one person has to have all these fish, and I'm like, dude, I, that irritated me because uh, I feel like I got hoodwinked on that a little bit. But all right, Chad got it, so I don't have to get the one this week. So it could be worse. Yep. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, if I'd known that before I did all my fishing, I wouldn't have done it either. But I did it. I did it. I cast a hundred and something times and I got it. So it was a good five hour start to my Tuesday. All right. Uh, I think that takes us right into the lore section. So, Chad, what do you got for us this week, buddy? Yeah. So this week we are finishing off the book Purpose. Uh, we did the three, three, uh, three chapters last week. We're finishing off the next three. Uh, so we're moving into chapter four, Tether. Eris let her eyes wander over the interior of the derelict, wondering if the drifter had hastily tidied up before her arrival. Unprecedented. But he could still surprise her. They sat together as they always did when she came to speak to him face to face. Drifter sighed and shook his head, flicking his coin absently between his fingers. Sloan's in a bad way, he said. Eris nodded. And you believe my speaking to her will be beneficial? She replied. Drifter shrugged. Helped a few people already, didn't it? Eris considered this. It should be you, she finally answered. Drifter laughed at this, but fell silent when her expression remained unchanged. Me? Why would she trust me? Trust is built, Drifter, Eris said, and you have taken the first step. He was pensive. The movement of the coin over his knuckles stopped. She continued. I have found, she said, her words measured, that one is grounded by honesty, not only in oneself, but with those around you. He heaved a slow, hard breath. I don't know if I can. Yes, honesty is a supplication, Eris said. We ask to be seen. We are made vulnerable. But it is necessary to be treated with care. Her explanation was met with one of rasping knuckles. Drifter leaned back in his seat, arms crossed. He held his coin tightly between thumb and forefinger. You always make something so easy sound so freaky, moon dust. Tell her what you told me, she said more simply. The deputy commander's trust will not come with, without reciprocity. Drifter fell quiet, looking down. She could hear his breath and see the strained shiver of his fingers where he clutched the coin. Eris reached out and placed a hand on his arm. He was tense, trembling, but her touch was light, quiet, comforting. He placed his hand over her own. You know, some days I still wake up scared, even when I can't remember my dreams. That is what it is to survive. There was a gentleness to Eris's voice. He nodded, then looked up and met her gaze. 
Hey, Drifter said, you find that joy yet? Soon. Joy is built, but I have taken the first step. Drifter withdrew his hand. After a moment, she did too. Eris stood and Drifter's eyes followed her. Consider my counsel, Germain. She knew he would. Drifter let the silence linger. That's not my name, he said at last. That is what you let them call you. It was a small link to his past, a link to a life he had picked for himself. He nodded slowly, holding her gaze. He would let her call him that too. Chapter 5, Expectation I don't know what I expected. Zavala sets down a data pad on his desk, watching Ikora pace back and forth across his office. I don't know, he sighs. Maybe we should have. Ikora stops pacing and she turns to look at Zavala with an accusatory stare. Every single enemy we've fought was brought here by the Traveler, Zavala says, slouching back into his chair. The Hive, the Fallen, the worst of the Cabal. His attention drifts down to the datapad, Sloan's report on the origins of the witness. What's one more group of people chasing it? This isn't the Traveler's fault, Ikora says, doubling back on Zavala's desk. You read the same report I did. We are at war with an entire civilization condensed into an individual. Multitudes of resentment and hatred crushed into a singularity. Resentment towards the Traveler. Zavala grumbles. I'm not saying the Traveler is at fault. I'm saying it's a harbinger of ill omen. Everywhere it's gone, nothing but death has followed. Does it realize that? Does it care? Ikora approaches Zavala's desk. Does it matter? She challenges him. It is obviously outgunned and running. For all the traveler's strength, the witness is the greater power. It never comes it came to us to uplift us. It came to us for help. Zavala is silent. He looks up from the data pad at Ikora, then sighs and slowly rises from his seat. Ikora follows him with her eyes, watching him move to the window where he would gaze out at the Traveler in the past. Now a fleet of allied vessels struggle to fill that void. Were they really that unified? Zavala asks, looking at Ikora's faint reflection. Who? The Witness's people. Zavala stares past Ikora's reflection into the city. Were they truly of one mind, united in a desire to become this thing? Or were they forced, compelled into action by the guidance of a few. She can feel the doubt in his words, not in his wonderings about the witness's origins, but in the vanguard, in what he sees as a parallel. Ikora steps to Zavala's side, briefly touching his elbow. We'd never become that, she says softly. Not in all of Elsie's journeys through time, not in any hypothetical future. We stand together because, because we believe what we are doing is right. Zavala interjects, looking Ikora in the eye. She sighs, turning to face the window. Her shoulders sag and she is lost in the details of the cityscape. I don't know what I expected either, Zavala says, but you're right. It wasn't this. Chapter 6, Conviction Zivu Arath's claw wraps around a hiltless, slender, vantablack blade impaled into the spine of a prostrated knight, whose own sword clatters to the ground, inches from its grip defeated. She twists her blade, and the knight roars echo within the dreadnought. Zivu's will soars through the ascendant plane and crosses the barrier between this world 
and the next to find communion with the witness. Within a distant hollow, they converse. They resist. The witness's many voices cascade over each other. Like wounded prey, all tire in time. If they do not, Zivaroth sees the hidden thrust of its question. She knows it doubts her, but does not understand why. No matter the outcome, they stand at the precipice of the final shape. The sword will decide and be forged stronger for it. It is beyond that now. She does not want to fall before the end. She is close now. She saw her past failures as blood penance paid for strength, notches where blades and light met her carapace where legends given form, but it is not hers to decide nor the witnesses. The logic is a perfect deterministic sequence of causality, built into the experience of conscious existence. None can usurp it. Struggle within the finite is eternal. To deny the blade is heresy. Her sister's words played in her thoughts like fingertips plucking dissonant chords. The witness enters the solace of Zivu's mind. Her inner throne, a salt-flat sliver extending eternally into darkness. Armaments of all-fashioned all sleep partially sheathed between the cracks of a battlefield where there is no place to run. And from its gaze there is no place to run. They hold the worm. They will pursue her knowledge. The words echo through the desolate realm. The final shape remains to be hewn. That I may wield it glorious against the sky. Not as you are, weakened by defeat. The echoes slither over her mind, but little find little purchase. Laughter like screaming fear. Meager victories of no consequence. Blurred battles lost within my greater war. No victory is of no consequence. They scheme. War is fed regardless. The sky can grant no passage. That time will come, will soon come to an end. Show her your love, Zero. She is alone again, her blade buried in spent ash. So we're seeing uh, a little bit more shipping of uh, Drifter and Eris. This one is a little, they get a little touchy-feely, which is uh, which is good to see. So uh, they're getting real close there, or they already were, and now we're getting a little bit more insight into it. Uh, Zavala is obviously being a leader, and, and he's seeing too many parallels in the Witnesses people and what happened to them. And he doesn't like it. He doesn't like that he can make that connection. Um, but I can, I can see his struggle, because it is, it is a tough one. Pretty exciting stuff there, man. So uh, have you put much thought into like uh, this? Because this was the last part of the lore for this like book, right? Uh, yes, it is the last. That's the last bit of that book. Um, and there isn't another lore book. So the, the the lore for this season is basically just just that lore book and the cutscenes you get in the in the season. And, and obviously little snippets here and there, not including the dungeon because the dungeon stuff is added content, not additional to the season. It's separate, um, although it all plays together. Um, but it leads to a lot of questions on what we're going to do in the future as a peoples. Uh, Zavala bringing up those parallels with and, and those ideas like did all literally all of the witnesses people, all of them agreed that this is what they wanted to do. Or 
did they force people to do it? Because did the minority force everyone else to become the witness? Um, he's starting to see that he's like, I don't want to make decisions for humanity and become this thing. So it's, it's rough. He's got, he's, you know, as a leader, he's, he's, he's going to be hit by a lot of really, really tough questions. And, uh, I got no answers for you, man. <laughs> I, I, I am just as scared as you are, bro. <laughs> it's, it's pretty bad. But uh, yeah. yeah, seeing that uh, Eris Germain content, it's fire, dog. I'm loving it. I, yes, every dude. the drifter, I think I the know. drifter has has had such a good character growth this season, and he he's only just he's just existed. Mm-hmm. Like all the stuff he's done this season has been in the background, and it's awesome. Yeah, the only the only criticism I have, and I feel like. With the drifter, they try to keep like a, like a secrecy type, mysterious like uh, thing with him. As a lot of times, they kind of do this cheap storytelling thing uh, that where he'll like start to tell a story and go like, "Oh, never mind. Now's not the time to talk about that." Or, or you know what I mean? He'll kind of like yeah. s- give you like the first sentence or two of a story and then like back off of it and not tell it. And, and I wish they, I wish they wouldn't do that all the time. I feel like it happens just a little too often, but let's be honest, their character development and stories are way cooler than anything that I could ever come up with. So who am I to judge them on their storytelling abilities? So I'm just a old country boy here in Kentucky that watches a lot of, (laughs) a lot of TV and reads a lot of stories. So what do I know? Saying that, uh, I think we're at the mailbag. So pretty swift episode this week, unless uh, I get windy here. Uh, this part <laughs> should be, I, I really like this question. Uh, I wish Jared was here to throw his thing in. So Chad, we'll, we'll rank these together. Uh, okay, okay. Rank the planetary vendors. And here's who they have. They have Sloan. Oh. Failsafe, Asher Mir, Brother Vance, Anna Bray, Shaw Han, Devram K, Finch, Eris, and Petra. So Shaw Han's the worst, right? I oh man. For us, yes, I believe he is the worst for, for us in particular. Cause if you're like uh if you are an established player, you really don't have any interaction with him or anything like that. And the destiny onboarding uh, process is trash, so we're gonna call him for that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, uh, as far as story, <laughs> it, I feel like uh, Brother Vance. <laughs> shout out Wesley here. Uh, of course, Jared says Ashermere is number one. Uh, I hard. I that's a strong disagree for me. Um, <laughs> I think that uh, so we kind of have two robots. We got Belsafe, who's an AI. We have Finch, who's a ghost. Um, I feel like Finch is uh, greater is greater than Belsafe. I Belsafe kind of wore on me pretty quickly in vanilla D two, so I would I would have Belsafe second to last. Okay. Yeah, the, we yeah. The, I mean, based on what Wesley's saying, we are missing a couple. Um, 
and they're they're the smaller ones. Nimbus I is is still new, so I don't think we have much of a. Uh, uh, we need to add. Yeah, we need yeah, to add Nimbus. Nimbus in there. We'll add, we'll add but uh, there, there's 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 one. more in there that that we don't have like uh the the Callus robot that was in the tower. He was technically a vendor. Um, then there's Rasputin. You're talking about Sweeper also bot? A vendor. Yeah, Sweeper bot. The 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 Callus bot. <laughs> I, wonder was, what, uh, West, a, I wonder what I wonder what Wesley thinks a Sweeper bot. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, the the Rasputin in in the la- the last season of last year was a vendor. But do we want because he not, he isn't uh, like the war table where he was an animate object. He was an actual person being a vendor. But I I let's just fine. We'll put him in here. We'll put him in here. That's fine. Nimbus to go. Yeah. I agree with Wesley. So uh, so who would who's your number one? Your number one Rasputin probably. <sighs> Um, or no, yeah, you like you, Anna Bray. You like I, Anastasia Bray. Hey, 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 man, hey, man. I mean, Ada One is my number one vendor all all day, every day. But uh, she's useless, so I, I'm not putting her on this list because she'll just go on the bottom or near the bottom. Right, and it would make me sad. Um, oh man, it'd be tough because Rasputin was great. You could just sit there and talk to him and and listen to all the lore and stuff. But, um, Asher was was fun only in that. He talked a mad junk at you the entire time. So it was fun to just sit there and get berated. But right. only moment. So who, who's number one? Who do you say is number one? Sheesh. I'm going to go Anna Bray. I loved Mars. And she gave you an exotic. Right. She gave you exotic stuff. So. All right. So um, we got Anna Bray off the list oh gosh there's so many vendors we have uh the stranger we have uh we have uh shahan is gone all right so how so overall let's just say top half bottom half we'll go through these quickly would you say sloan top half or bottom half Hmm. i feel like i'm gonna get hit by nostalgia so i'm, I'm gonna say bottom half okay i'm there with you i don't i think sloan's kind of trash we're being honest. Um, so fell safe. Fell safe is bottom half for me. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. It it did get annoying after after a, yeah, a year. Like and a half after that me. initial, because I think what made it annoying was we had that dummy Kate Six and fell safe both trying to be the comic relief. Because if you remember, Cade was like trapped on the planet. Or whatever, and then you got Bell yeah, kind of yeah. trapped on the planet as well. So I think it's just just double trash between Cade and Felsafe. So I really did not enjoy that uh, too much. Asher, I think Asher is probably somewhere in the middle. I don't think Ash Asher would be either lower of the would be like the lower part of the upper half or the higher part of the lower half. I, I, I will agree with you in particular on this one. I okay. agree with Mr. Not Ryan. Suck it, Jared. Um, <laughs> and then uh, brother Vance, uh, you have to say, if nothing else, he's loyal. You know what I mean? He is loyal to Osiris. So yep. uh, and Osiris doesn't even I, know who he is. Yeah, you know, he is like the, the, like he puts lotions in baskets. You know what I mean? Like, that's how I feel whenever I think of <laughs> Brother Vance. Like, he's, he is, uh, 
you know, he would be like the leader of like the Westboro Baptist church. Like he stands strong for what he believes in. He's in the back Uh, mixing up the Kool-Aid. Yeah. Just, uh, just out of pure, uh, just out of pure dedication, I'm putting Brother Vance in the upper half. How you feel about that? Ooh. I mean, he did give us he did give us a beefy shotgun. Gosh. Yeah. Um I'm not saying he's in the top two or three. I'm just saying he's no, in the d- upper definitely half. Definitely not. I okay, upper half for sure, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he he was also the 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 trials vendor in in D one, so he had yeah. he had a lot of good stuff going for him. He had his little rug out in front of him and stuff. Yeah, uh, Debram upper half, no question, my opinion. Debram is he's is, is snipe, the bad man. He's standing in a church sniping bad guys like constantly. Yeah, and he's um, a better shot than an awoken hunter who lived for a very long time. Yeah. Then we got Finch. I think Finch is somewhere near the middle, personally. Yeah, going back to him, yeah. He he was he was kind of annoying on the third playthrough of the story after you're being forced to do it. But uh, you know, going yeah. back here and there is is he he is definitely a good character. Petra, upper half. Yeah, yeah. The whole story okay. makes me sad. Yeah. Eris in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, Eris middle. Okay. Nimbus. Sorry, Jermaine. In, in my opinion, Nimbus is number number one or two. Ooh, uh, okay. You like old Nimby, huh? I think Nimby's cool. I think Nimby's cool. I think Sweeperbot's cool. Rasputin's cool. And Anna Bray. That's my top four. Devrim with five. Okay. okay. Big yikes. We're getting from the chat. Little little yikes, a little bit yikes. Um, Nimby, Nimby kind of messed with me for the last season and a half trying to get those red borders, dog. Um, <laughs> Nimby looks cool though. He has yeah, like no, yeah, Nimby, Nimby's seven cool. voices cool AF, stacked yeah. on top of each um, other, so he kind of echoes whenever he talks. Yeah. That's pretty cool. But uh, I I I ended up spending or my they, harmonic things on the the Namuna weapons, so I didn't ever have to go back. It was pretty cool. Sweeper bot was uh, when it was revealed. Sweeper bot was like a callous uh, spy. Yeah, and, the uh, one in the bottom and, below Hawthorne. Yeah, yeah. So that and uh, Rasputin, always cool. So I'm thinking. Let me put I it this way. He's been a vendor technically twice now. Yeah. So in, I'm in just going to count, count it as one vendor. So I'm thinking we got Anna Bray. Type these in for me and then we can. Yeah. yeah. So we got Anna Bray. We got Sweeper Bot. We got Rasputin. Uh, and then Nimbus. Pet or, or Devram, Devram K. Petra. Uh, Finch, Eris, 
Asher, Felsafe, Sloan, Shahan. Okay, so the only one I missed out of that was uh, quickly going through. Petra, Eris, Asher. Okay, I think that that's got them all right. Oh no, uh, where did we put Vance after Petra? Uh, Vance above Petra, below Devram, I think. Okay. So cool. looking at oh, that okay. list, our list: Anna Bray, Sweeperbot, Rasputin, Nimbus, Devram. Brother Vance, Petra, Finch, Eris, Asher Mir, Failsafe, Sloan, Shahan. Uh, any major complaints on that or any that you would swap around? No, I can agree with it. I can agree with this list for sure. All right. I'm going to post that in the chat here. Call it a day. Tell them what's what. I tried to post it in the chat. Is it, is it just too big? I don't know. That's what she anyway. said, I think, but I don't know about that. So if I don't think I've ever uh, I'll let that. you copy and paste that in the chat, Chato. And uh, and we'll go from there. So that's uh, that wasn't as contentious. I feel like uh, there we go, baby. I uh, I feel like if Jared was here, uh, Asher. Jared says the stranger is a tier one vendor. He also spelled vendor the... wrong. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All void, sir. So when was uh the stranger? Is she still is. She's technically on uh, on uh bu- 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 the ice Europa. But she she makes me mad because she was the one that we had to go to for stasis. No, that's oh, that doesn't count. On, I, on I the hated vi- that. there, what was uh? Oh, it was it was it was um. Bug we forgot to cooking. add. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was uh? <laughs> what uh? What happened? Uh, Varix, there's too many right? vendors. Varix, yeah. Varix? yeah. We didn't have Varix on here, did we? No, there's too many vendors, man. I'm telling oh you, there's there's God. so much stuff we missed. I was I was just we're, trying we're to miss okay. the I was just trying to skip Zer and but we gotta get Barracks in there. Where'd Barracks go? Barracks has a lot of arms, so that's gonna put him up. Uh, uh, I is Barracks between brother he has two real ones and one robot one. I feel like Barracks would be between Brother Vance and Petra. Uh Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. He's helped me okay. a lot on my XP gains for sure. So, yeah, I will yeah. say I hate his effing bounties with uh, oh. doing those hunts or whatever. When you have to like kill, chittering like is what it was. Yeah. Pretty sure. <laughs> it's hard. I have a noise. I have like a gate on my mic. So yeah, I know. Mine canceled to mine through. too, but it's okay. Um, all right. Now, finally, moving on to the second question of the mailbag. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Yeah, no, no bad. problem at all. 
Uh, how many hours of fishing did it take before you started to dislike it? Uh, last uh, one. I think it took me. Minutes. It took me about an hour of not fishing with the buddies to dislike it. But then I'm like, you know what? I can sit here and fish and like read or watch a show because I can just sit here and like hit a button. And as I'm reading, you can see the screen like flicker because the the line gets taut and then you can just hit the button and then throw it out. It also um, it also like, flashes up like a press your mouse button or E or whatever, however you have yeah, that set yeah. up. But like if I'm looking oh, wait, down. For you, it probably says X, you know. Uh, yeah on that on that controller yes um but i i mean yeah it's it's easy but uh i again after about an hour i'm like i could just just be reading instead of doing this like this is this is this is not good if i'm not fishing with the homie this is not fun yeah i'll be honest with you i realized pretty much the first time i did it like oh i am not gonna enjoy this very much after this time so uh but that's how it goes sometimes you know there are times that i'm just uh just not really feeling it but that's how it goes it's okay not everything's for everybody so i'm sure there are some people that think fishing is the 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 most fun thing that there is but I am not one of those people, unfortunately. All right. Question three. What is your confidence? How, how high is your confidence in Bungie maintaining three games? Destiny, Marathon, and Matter. Oh, I don't know. Pretty well about a zero right now, if we're being honest. I don't think... They're, they're struggling to do one game and then two in production stage um there's probably always going to be at least one game if not a game and a half that's in like full production not released but full production uh and then always the seasonal content and all the other games uh tucked along with that so i don't think that i just i just don't think they can do it they haven't been able to maintain destiny for about the last two years which probably lines up with the production cycle of marathon and uh pre-production of, of matter or vice versa in my opinion okay um uh, i'm gonna say i'm a little bit more confident than ryan i'm gonna be a solid two um assuming that this is out of 100 um oh sheesh um but yeah no i i i it's 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 rough because we don't know how much like how much work the production like game like before the game even launches how much harder is it working on a game before it launches than keeping it live and working on content like does uh-huh. it take like if you have a full team of 100 100 once the game gets produced and is maintained then it, it, it drop that you can drop that team down to like 70 and then the other 30 percent is just working on story stuff like the future stuff like how like hard is it stuff kind of yeah yeah like how hard how much manpower does it take to make the game versus maintain the game um so i mean because like once all three games are fully out and running will that lessen the workload on the studio or will it you know what will it do because by the time matter comes out destiny is just going to be a running live game 
they might have things put in here and there, but I think by that time it's just going to be here is destiny. Here's all the stuff. Play it, have fun. Um, and then here's marathon. If you want to play PVP and then matter. Um, but I mean, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, we don't know. Ryan and I are, are are sad, but it's, it's better to be sad and surprised than excited and disappointed. Yeah. 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 So the, the, they did just very briefly, you know, we have the (coughs) Microsoft versus the FTC going on right now, uh, where Microsoft's trying to acquire Bungie Activision or not Bungie Activision Blizzard. Sorry. And, uh, in that a bunch of emails have, have kind of came out and everything. And, uh, there was an email Phil Spencer, who's the head of Xbox, basically said that they expect in 2025 for Matter to be released, which is a new Bungie IP. So keep your eyes out for that. I was trying to think the the next real big video game thing. They have the Gamescom that they do like over in like Germany or somewhere. But usually Bungie has a presence at the Game Awards, which is in December. Um. So I wouldn't be surprised if we maybe get a little something in December, uh, kind of because marathon, the marathon people already said that they're keeping their head down and we won't see anything for a while. That's kind of how they ended that. So, um, and if you go to bungee.net right now, if you notice there's a, a destiny part and a marathon part, right? And I have a feeling they wouldn't have done that for only two games, but if there's three games that they're getting ready to have on there that would be a reason to have a web page to kind of click into what you want to do so um i fully expect uh the if i had to bet like gun to my head i'm i'm gonna say video game awards which is usually uh like mid-december we're gonna get that matter announcement and there's gonna be that third part of the bungee website that that's gonna be on and i think that a lot of the community managers that we had before because they kind of had an influx here in the past year we've had bruno we've had sam we've had the dirty f and hippie we've had um i think there's been one more that have all kind of given us some twabs here lately and i think that the the more experienced people might be moving over to those other games to help build the community for those okay yeah you know no, that makes sense Right, going to to question four here. Did you ever imagine the corrupted would be one of the easier GMs of the season? No. Nope. Um, I mean, once I looked at the 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 gilding and I saw the uh, the psyops battleground moon, I was like, oh no, that's easily gonna be the hardest one. May if if only because we haven't done it before as a GM, and the first time is always the hardest uh, for Destiny content, as far as we're aware. Um, it's always the worst and it's, it's, it's going to be tough, but, uh, looking at the whole rest of the lineup, I'm like, wow, these are, and it's, it's a bunch of bangers, man. <laughs> it's going to be a rough season. So seeing corrupted, we're like, we've done that one a bunch now. So it's like, okay, this is going to be one of the ones we can more, more likely are able to go on autopilot a couple times and just kind of clear rooms and, and focus up where we need to, instead of like, we were doing Saps battleground on Saturday night, no Friday, Sunday yeah, night. Yeah. And Sunday we were, night. we dude, we were in the game the entire time. And 
we we didn't clear it in the, in the time frame that we had. Um, but uh, just looking at corrupted and being like, wow, didn't think you'd be on on the easy side of the six. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> didn't think you would be in the easy half. Yeah. <laughs> we did have a <clears throat> did have a chat here from Wesley. Um, the only thing is that Bungie has one live game funding three, where if the new game comes out or is successful, they can increase the team size. Um, my thought to that would be, this is back to the previous question. Uh, my thought with that would be, man, they just got $4 billion from Sony. I feel like if they, they wanted to hire, and if you check like Glassdoor and those, they, they've been hiring for a while. Um, I don't think, I think that's a easy, uh, cop out for him because I think that they already pulled all the PVP people away from uh destiny and have them working on this other game anyways uh that's based upon the just a lack of crucible support so they've already um even if we don't say 50 percent, if we're generous and say they pulled 35 percent of uh the destiny team away to work on those games and already have those staffed up then you know i don't really have a lot of faith that just because they have more titles that are doing well especially since matter and uh if you read like the insider and the leaks or the alleged leaks for those it's an it's also a pvp game so we got marathon which is an extraction pvp game uh matter is also a pvp game if i had to guess it's probably either an arena style game or a hero based style game or a battle royale or some combination of two of the three of those would be my guess for matter just because those are kind of the hot topics if you if you pull extraction because they're not going to have two extraction games right that just why would you cannibalize your own products that way so i i think that's kind of a an easy pass to give them but i don't think that that's a fair pass to give them um last question of the mailbag Oh, this should be a good. I wish, uh, wish Jared was here uh, for this one to give us the advice on this. Just went through a breakup after dating for eighteen months. Any advice? Huh? Chad, you want to start off? I mean, you want me yeah, to start I off? Mean, you can start off if you want. Start off. Okay. I uh, before I met my now wife, I had some long dating relationships maybe not quite 18 months but some like two or three different long relationships to where one of them we lived together uh, one of them you know they uh updated uh people that had children or a child i shouldn't say children a child that um before i met them and so I've been in some serious relationships before I found my wife, uh, which totally outkicked my coverage and uh, did way better than I should have. So I'm very thankful for that. My wife is awesome. She's the best. So my advice uh, as somebody that's been through the heartbreak and everything and hopefully don't have to ever go through that heartbreak again is uh, clean break. Um don't like try to be friends or anything like that. The best thing you're going to be able to do, you're going to uh, break that off, do what you need to do. If you're living together or whatever, you know, try to get a place by yourself. If you're 
not able to afford that? Do you, can you get a roommate? Do you need to move back in with mom and dad for a little bit? I don't know what your situation is. You didn't really tell me a whole lot of the situation uh, here in the question. But my advice is do not talk to that person for at least a year, two years, three years. You need to be completely over it or you know, don't get kind of on again, off again, on again, off again, because then you're never going to do it. So split up. Uh, realize that it's not going to work out no matter how much. If it was going to work out, it would already worked out. Clean break. Uh, focus on you. Um, whether this be going to the gym, uh, catching back up with your buddies. A lot of times whenever you're in a relationship, you're, uh, you kind of focus on that and you lose your friendships with your friends. So try to get with your friends, you know, they're going to take you back. They might give you a little bit of shit along the way. Like, Oh man, I haven't seen you in a while. What's been going on? You know? Uh, but if they're really your friends, they're going to care about you. Uh, they're going to want what's best for you. Get back in, get with your friends, start doing fun stuff and don't look for anything right now because when you're, you know, you're going to think like all the, the, the best thing I can do is find somebody else to fill that pain in. No, just, uh, just have fun. Just have fun. Don't worry about it. Cause I promise the harder you look and the more effort you put into it, the harder it's going to be. Um, that stuff's going to come when you're least expecting it and not looking for it at all. Oh yeah. That last bit, I haven't been expecting it for years and it's, it's right around the corner, I think. Cause I don't want it at this point. Oh, it's coming. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> coming twice. Hopefully. Uh, like Jared told me last night, you got to go out and do stuff if you want to run into somebody. And I'm like, mm, nah. Mm. Um, but I definitely, I definitely do agree with, with Ryan's don't, don't talk to them for a while. Don't, don't think about it. Like just do whatever you can to put them out of your mind and, and help yourself progress forward knowing that it's without them. Just do it, do you do what you need to do. And like he said, move in with mom and dad, move in with friends, whatever you can do. If, if it's in a living situation like that, uh, nowadays living with your parents is a totally a hundred percent. Okay. Um, everybody understands the economic situation at the moment. Um, now everybody's relationship with their parents is different, but if you have a good relationship, I'm sure they'll be happy to have you back in the house for a little bit, uh, depending on what's going on with you. Um, and they'll help you out, you know, they'll help you kind of take your mind off of things and, and, and bring you back to a time in your life when you weren't with that person. It, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of good to be around, around parents for that. Cause they can bring you to a place where, where you were before everything else. Um, but, uh, yeah, definitely. And get back with your friends, talk to them. The ones that, that you were hanging out with during, you know, hang out with them again, the guys that you haven't talked to in a while, talk to them again. You know, every, I'm sure everybody's waiting to hear from you <laughs> and, uh, and the people that were there during hit them up and be like, Hey man, I, I need, <laughs> I need to get some stuff off my mind and, uh, they'll help you out. They'll definitely help you out. Yeah, there is uh there's definitely a a thing like uh if 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 one of my homies was like going through it, I'm not going to give him uh any grief initially. I'm going to wait until like we've hung out a few times and uh be like, "Man, it's kind of I've seen you three times in the past month. I didn't see you for 16 months before that." You know, just kind of like just a just a little like uh a little ribbing and a and a wink. Um but your, your true homies aren't ever going to be like, tell me what, ha what happened. You know, I've had friends that have uh, 
been broke up from serious relationships for literally two and a half years before I ever found out what happened because I wasn't going to ask. I, I've always kind of been of the mindset if they want me to know, they're going to tell me. I'm not going to. Uh, I'm not going to ask them. They'll they'll talk about it when they're ready. And any of any of uh, any of the real ones out there, they're going to tell you the same thing. Yeah, hundred so, percent uh, on that one. Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> just get that season pass rank up. You know, come in. We get you like a season pass rank two twenty five, two fifty. Yeah, we don't want to get mermaid with us. We don't want to get We don't want to get all the way to tree fifty. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> uh, we don't ever want to get to tree fifty. But uh, yeah, uh, and uh, Concor Conquer's Corner podcast all day. You know, so uh, listen to us. We can fill up a lot of free time there for you. So, uh, Chad, I think that we've reached the end of the podcast. Uh, I'm sorry if you hear the train slash siren or the train horn in the background. That's on my side, not on your side. So, uh, as always, follow us on Twitter at Destiny CC Pod. Send us bungee friend requests. Um, next week, we're going to have uh, Jared back, who's the. I'm not going to. In case he's still listening or watching, I'm not going to call him the glue to the show, but Jared does a lot of the work for the the podcast side. I do a lot of the editing. Chad does a lot of the work of getting stuff compiled, and Jared does a lot of the Chad does the lore and all that stuff, and uh, and Jared does like the compiling of the of the twat or the twid and all that. So uh, we all kind of have our lanes, and uh, Chad picked up a lot of Jared's part of it. So Chad. Appreciate you, man. It's good seeing you. I'm gonna let you sign off. Yeah, it's definitely was a cool time with uh, with Jared. Had some good food, had some good laughs, had a good time. Uh, can't wait to make it a uh, make it a, a, a three way hug when uh, when we all get together. Uh, whether that be Vegas or me showing up on a you know Christmas Eve party. Um, I hear oh, I hear yeah. that the Mister Not Ryan us, Fox baby. party is a good one. <laughs> <laughs> the best of us Christmas uh, Eve party. Uh, you know there there might have been uh, someone saying that you would lose your mind if I walked in the door with Jared. Oh, and, dude, that'd uh, be I think so my rad. mom would also lose her mind <laughs> if I went somewhere <laughs> that wasn't her house. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. you know, you know what it is. It's sometimes you got to be in Kentucky for a little bit. But uh, that's right. Definitely, definitely join up. We got we got raids we need to run and, and raids we want to run people through, whether it's Last Wish or Ron and and other stuff. But uh, definitely hit us up. As always, go cats. Love you guys.